distortion of the fabric of space and time around one black hole also exists for the other black hole. So you have black holes entering each other's event horizons. So I opened up that thesis. I didn't understand a single page in to put this together there's like a sense of anticipation for me to do this and it's hard for me to do this because I'm going to try and figure myself out and really speak and record it you know hopefully I can go back to it and you know maybe shed some light on it in future dates and the main goal of me recording this and putting this out is I want to invite you to get to know me and in turn get to know yourself more. The questions I ask myself, I hope you ask yourself the same questions. You know? Um, I've been thinking about a lot of things. Well, first I shave my head. Um, that's because... I do it often and I'm going to do it more often because I don't like that my hair has control over me. Like hair is an important thing when it comes to like looks and your personality and I like to get rid of it, just get rid of it because it sheds like a layer. Like I feel like a better person after I do it. Like I feel like any built up negativity or any built up like... like when I shave my head I'm voluntarily becoming worse looking and I take power in that because I take power in not caring about what I look like because there's more to me than this body and you know the difference between my body and my mind is different not really my body my mind there's like, I was thinking about this, like, I wrote it down in my diary. I might read from it, who knows. But I was looking in the mirror, and, um, hold on, let me run this back. I'll start from the beginning. So I've been doing this thing. I messed it up in the podcast. I called it, um, what I call it? Some, I called it something, but it's actually called Active Imagination. That's the type of meditation it is. And I was doing this meditation, and I was closing my eyes, staring into the void, and when it happens, when you start, you know, actively imagining and it, you know, you really break through, right? If you really want to know what I'm talking about, I recommend looking it up and really understanding it because I don't really want to go into too much detail about it. But the gist of it is I laid in my bed and I stared into the void of my eyes and concentrated as hard as I could into, into awakening my, um, my unconscious. And as I did it, I looked in and a woman appeared, a pale woman with blood coming out of her eyes. And she appeared out of the mist of like the void, like she appeared out of the darkness. And she smiled at me and laughed and then drifted away as if to say, you have no idea what you're doing, you know? And that really spooked me. So I opened my eyes and I get freaked out. I'm like, oh, oh no, you know? Like, what the hell was that? Because it was more real than any imagination I've ever had. It was like it wasn't me. It, did, it was autonomous to me. It appeared without me thinking it. Like, I can think, let me think of a pink elephant, as everyone says. I can think of a pink elephant. No, no, no. This thing literally just went, I'm here. Look at me. Notice me. And left. It was just like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing right now. You don't know what you've got yourself into. You know, and maybe that's... I look back on that in the future, maybe that's the start of my journey, and I go, yeah, you know, that's what she was doing, who knows. So then, I get scared, and then I think about it, and then Carl Jung said that 
you know, you just have to confront this and try and understand what it is rather than getting scared of it. Like, you can't give it power, you know? So I close my eyes again and I say in my head, I call out into the void. I say, like, why are you trying to scare me? What have you got to teach me? And I stare and I stare and I stare. And then out of nowhere, a cat, like a large cat, predatory cat, appears and it's, it, like, it screams at me, hisses. But it's like it's fear. It's like it doesn't want me to come closer. Like it's like a caged animal, you know? You know when you see like the pum- the pumas and stuff when they put them in a cage and they corner them and they just stay away from me, stay away from me? That's what it was like. And it's like it got brought closer and closer to me. It's like it got forced onto me. But it or it could have been me coming closer to it. I don't know what it was because I can't move. Maybe I was, I don't know, maybe that was the message. Like it was, it was we'll be getting closer to each other. And it opened its mouth and it hissed and it screamed like the loudest. And then it, its eyes glossed over white. And then its face drained for of color. And it went all frail and died and then disappeared. And then I opened my eyes and I said, that's enough for tonight. I'm just going to go to bed because I don't know what that is. And to me, it was weird. Like, it was so freaky. But I didn't think much of it. Like, I didn't... Like, I was like, oh, I'll figure that out. But I essentially just put it straight to the back of my mind. And I was like, I'll just keep doing active imagination. I don't know I don't know what that means or whatever. Keep moving on with my life. And then I went and saw the boys. And we're talking about it. And we're looking it up. And they were they were interested. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Fair, like, let's look into it then. Like, if these, if it, I feel like if it's interesting enough to grab all of my mates' attention, it's something worthwhile. And they started looking up the meanings and the woman with the eyes bleeding it said ran about like I'm just summing it up I don't know it like verbatim but it was uh, your soul is in deep pain that you need to address it's reaching out and telling you that it it, it needs you to do something and I was like oh I, I couldn't relate I was just like it's like my surface level consciousness was just like, I don't know what that means. Like, I feel pretty good. Like, I honestly am the happiest I've ever been right now in my entire life. And I just, my, everything just keeps getting better, keeps getting better, keeps getting better, right? And so this set me back and then we looked up what it was and then we looked at uh, leopard and the leopard said something and then the jaguar was like a gatekeeper of the mystical world. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then it said, and somewhere along the lines, it said that one of the cat's meanings were that you had to look within yourself and address yourself. And I think Gus said that he notices, or and I think I've said it before, that I'm really hard on myself. And, and this is a lot harder to do than I thought. Like, let this up. Like, I got this feeling in my stomach of just anxiety. Because I'm, I'm sharing a lot about myself. I'm not sure if you guys can, like, I'm not sure if it comes through across, like, through the screen, like, with you guys watching it. But it's genuinely hard to do. And I'm going to, like, get into some deeper stuff that I've been thinking about in the shower. And it's even harder to say. But um, with the leopard, right? So then it said that, you know, your soul is calling out and it wants help. And then some symbolism with the leopard, we draw the conclusion that I am too hard on myself and that I need to learn to love myself. And I always thought I did love myself, but it turns out I didn't love, I loved myself, but not in the, not in a true way, you know, completely critical of myself all the time. And so I, I said that, I said, wow, that's deep. And one of the, I think Finn said, your soul sending your text message right now because the the symbolism that was all together really just seeped up and it said that's exactly it and all the boys were like yeah that's that's pretty much it so I'm really trying to be less critical of myself and that translates when I looked into the mirror as I said earlier right so I hear all this and I'm like I have no idea how to even address any of this information I felt like I didn't I lacked the tools to look within myself deep enough to really assess how to fix 
this. Um, so I just, you know, just try, be mindful of it. And I noticed, uh, like, ways of thinking. Like, I'm one to avoid mirrors because I naturally have a high self-esteem. And it's not always, like, evident, right? But I can be, like, narcissistic and I can be cocky if I allow myself and I'm constantly checking myself on that. So I avoid mirrors because I don't like to look at myself because I like what I see in the mirror and that's vanity to me, right? And so I'm scared. So then I look myself in the mirror and I go, fuck off, you know, like, get away, you know? Don't allow myself to, to go down that road. And then from that, I feel, and maybe not from that, but I don't know, like, that's just a layer of it and maybe it'll become clear after. But with all this in mind, I went into the mirror and I looked at myself and I just said, like, if I'm not, because I know I am harsh on myself, like every time I do a podcast or something, I think about it over and over again and I'm not satisfied with something I said, I'm not satisfied how I say it, I'm not satisfied with my ideas at the time. You know, I, I have such high expectations for myself, right? And it's like I have two selves and it's like I have my self that puts the expectations onto the other self, you know? Like I have my higher being, right? Wacky term, I don't know, come up with a better term, this is how I put it, right? A higher being, as in the higher, the highest expectation of what my soul wants me or from me, right? It's what my soul tells me it wants me to do. And then there's me, right? This guy, this literal 19-year-old boy, a young, young man, right? I'm barely into my life. So much to learn. And this being that is me as well tells me that I'm not good enough. I need to be doing better, try harder. And maybe that's from my childhood, maybe that's from whatever, but that's probably part of it. But I feel like there is a deeper, there's like a deeper side of myself that that expects a lot of things from me. And it's like it expects a lot of things from me, but it uses the conduit of a flawed mortal man to do it. So when I make mistakes, and they're not even big mistakes, but like due to my high expectations of having myself and the desires that I that I call upon myself and I'm not satisfied unless I meet those desires that come from within, right? And they're healthy desires, but the, the way I punish myself is unhealthy, you know? I'm like, don't give myself appreciation for how hard I am trying, you know? So... Like I have a, my high expectation self, my higher self has an expectation for my mortal physical being, right? It's like that person that's in my head is telling me to do all this stuff and it says, you need to do this, you're expected to do this. But it doesn't actually have to do it, you know? It probably could, but it doesn't exist in the material world. Like I, the guy who has to do it is a flawed human being, you know? So... I try my best. I'm really trying hard. And then when I fail, that higher self goes, not good enough. You see? Not good enough. And it gets angry. I get angry at myself. Right? And it's hard. Like, I'm going it, they, him. It's all me. But it's fractions of myself, you know? Up in here, the different sides, right? (laughs) Different levels. And then I'm in the mirror and I'm looking. And from where I am standing, I am my higher self. And I'm looking into the mirror and the reflection is that young boy that I see. The young, flawed boy. And I see the vulnerability in his eyes. I see how hard he really is trying, you know. And as I am now, I well up with tears when I think about this, right. My higher self looks at him and goes, man, I've just been negatively reinforcing everything my whole life and I never really appreciated how hard I am trying, right? Because I do get a lot of things that I want right, you know? And I mean, things I'm getting right is my character, my personality, how I carry myself. You know, like deep importance to me, right? Beyond success, beyond 
you know, attaining things beyond material, you know, my being, who I am in this world, how I manifest, like how I manifest who I am, right? Like I'm the type of person to have a bit of paper in their pocket, right? And I'll pull it out and, or maybe it, I'll pull it out and I'll just go, oh, it's a piece of paper, toss it just on the ground. It'll, it'll, you know, disintegrate or it'll fall out or I'll have like a popper wrapper, right? With the straw, the top bit that you rip off. It falls on the ground and it blows away. And I'll like, I'll run and I can't handle leaving it because it's not right to me, right? Like that's how like intense I am with how right. So I'll, I'll run and I'll pick up that piece of paper and there's no bins around. So I'll just put it back in my pocket and I'll wait until there's a bin and then I'll put it in the bin. And that's a very simple thing but that's an expectation I have on myself. And if I fail that expectation, I'm very hard on myself. Like I, I literally can't do that because of the negative that will come from it. Like I won't enjoy the rest of my day if I don't live up to who I think I should be, right? Like another one is I had my hair, like I shaved my hair on the on, out there, shaved it all off. And then mom's like, go put it in the bin because I left it, right? And then, so I pick it up and I pick up all this stuff and there's a stick caught up in the bunch. And I go and open the bin up and chuck it in. And then I see there's a stick in the bin. I'm like, the stick doesn't deserve to be on the bin. So I pull the stick out and I chuck it over the back and I put it in the leaf litter where the where the stick belongs, you know, break down, become back part of the earth rather than going landfill, which I, I suppose becomes the same thing. But for whatever reason, I like it's stupid when you look at it real closely. But this is just quick stuff, like blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I look into the mirror and I say, like, I, I finally looked into the mirror and I saw this other side of myself and I just said, you know, I love you, Lord. I said, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I saw the vulnerable young boy appreciate that. You know, I saw. sense of peace from that and it's like I'm not sure if I'm articulating it well enough to you guys but I hope I am but then this all came to a head because I was in the shower and I was I was doing something um, I worked a really long day at work, right? It was like, I got up at five, I came home at like six, and I was just like annoyed because I was tired. I only got like four and a half, five hours of sleep the night before. And I come home, and mum's like, how was your day? And I said, oh, wasn't too good. I never really say that, right? So I was just in a negative mood because I'm usually a pretty happy person. And then I sit down, I get the food, I'm just getting annoyed, like, people are talking to me, and I don't want to talk, and the more I don't want to talk, it's unusual, so people want to talk to me more to make sure I'm okay, I'm like, no, really, the only good thing you can do is just leave me alone, and, you know, how are they supposed to know that, right, <laughs> like, they can't read my mind, like, and if I explain that to them, I won't, I can't help myself but say that in a mean way, right, like, like be real blunt about it, rude about it, so had my food, right, I went into the shower, and I was still angry, right, and it was Wednesday, and I wasn't working the next day, right, it was Wednesday afternoon, and I didn't work Thursday, so I had a free day the next day, and this was usually, like, a really nice time for me, you know, Wednesday afternoon, I can just chill, do whatever I want, don't need to worry about work, stay up, don't need to go to bed at a certain time, and I sat in the shower, and I sat in, the, I sat on the floor, and I said, what are you doing? Like, look, look at what, look where your life is. Like, realistically, you just worked a long day and got paid pretty good money for your age. 
and you're a little hungry and a little tired. You live in a great house with a great family. What are you doing? You know? And all those points are very valid. But look at the mentality that I approached myself with anger. My higher self was like, you ungrateful shit. Right? Rather than rather than this approach that I caught myself, right? And this is only I only picked this up from having these thoughts, having those visions, right? Having seen the lady with the bloody eyes, right? My soul, my enema, calling out, crying blood, you know, from pain. It wants me to recognize that I need to love myself properly. So I, I catch myself in this negative, like, putting myself down, saying I'm ungrateful, which was true. But I said, why am I talking to myself like this? I can achieve the same results and be happy rather than prolonging, right? I could just be upset with myself in a different way. And then eventually I'll get over it because then, you know, I'll move beyond it and say, yeah, yeah, you were right. And then get over it. But I stopped. I said, hey, change my mindset. Change the way I approach this. Hey, man, look at this. Look at what you've got. Come on. Cheer up. You got paid good money. You know, you're living a good life. And the job's done. Your belly's full. All you got to worry about, man. Come on, let's just enjoy this. Be a. I was a power to myself. My higher self was my own friend, encouraging me rather than an authoritarian, an authoritarian force, push like telling me what to do. Right, telling me I'm not good enough. You know, it's just a negative mindset to a positive mindset. You know, so I want to encourage myself. And I want to encourage you guys to positively reinforce yourself. You know, what's the benefit of being negative, right? Of course, there's times where negativity is, is valid. But I never, ever internally speak to myself like, let's go, come on. Like, I only speak like that to my friends. I don't have that relationship with myself like that. And that's not loving myself. You know, I think a lot of us have this facade of loving ourselves, but, you know, is that the case? I don't know. And, you know, from this, you continue to think and think and think. And, you know, that's the end of chapter one. Here comes chapter two. We're watching a nature documentary, right? And... There was, you know, we were watching big cats on the savannah. And there was the cheetah. And it said that the cheetah is revered for its speed and intensity and its pure, like, like, it's just phenomenal as an animal, right? And though the biggest flaw of the cheetah is that it can only work in short bursts. It can achieve so much, but in short bursts. And I sat there gobsmacked as a revelation came over to me. And I said, hey, that's me. Right? That is literally me. Like, I look at myself, genetically gifted, right? objectively genetically gifted I promise you guys right I'm not trying to G myself up but I am I have a good meat body I have a good vehicle that I'm in I've been blessed with this good genetics right I am relatively good looking right I can make it by I can get a decent girlfriend if I want also I'm a pretty nice person right and then, so people see me and they see the potential for such a great life in me. They see how well I can be. And that's why people like me. The phenomenal basis of what I am is like a cheetah. But you know my biggest flaw though? Consistency. I am a cheetah. People like me because they like my potential. They see it. I act it out all the time. But I can't follow through. And I try and I'm trying really hard. 
So, you know, I did the personality test, low conscientiousness, right? That's just low. And that's, I don't like that. I don't like being low conscientiousness, but it is. And that's just who I am. And I'm trying as hard as I can to change that. So people, I, I, this is what I feel people would see. Because this is what I would see in another person if they were me, right? I'm trying to step away from who I am and look at myself from the third person. I see an athletically gifted person who's nice to others and is pretty, is decent looking, right? I go, hey, that, this guy's got everything. You have all the potential. And I used to get upset at big guys in footy because I was like, and they wouldn't work hard. And I was like, guys, you literally have everything. If you just work hard, you can make the NRL. You can make, that's professional rugby league in Australia. You can make the NRL. And you could literally spend your life playing rugby league if you just worked hard enough. And this is, I feel like a lot of people would have this opinion of me if they knew me well, right? They see, man, Harry can literally do whatever he can. If Harry has the power to do whatever he set his mind on, if he just wants to. I like, I see that within myself, right? And maybe I'm projecting that that other people would see that in me because I see that in myself. Maybe people don't see me that way, right? But I think it's true, right? And my, I am literally a cheater. I do something, I get really good at it, and then I fall off before I reach number one. I never come first in anything, guys. Third, 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 third. I come third. Look at this. Two wrestling competitions this year. Third in both of them. I was happy with third for the first one because it was my it was my first proper one that I tried hard in. Second one, I could have won if I put in more training, and that's why I'm not happy with myself, because I get to that point, oh, third's pretty good, therefore, the next one, I'll probably, I'll, uh, just do it, because I got third, I'll probably do better next time, right? And I, what happens, I get third again. I lose the motivation once I get almost there, because I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm almost there, let me just, I teeter off, I take the foot off the gas pedal, I lose motivation. Well, I don't know why, I don't know why. Every running race, I come third. Every footy team I've played in never won a grand final. Second, come second every time. Classes in the in the subjects I'm good at, I come like third in the class, fourth in the class, fifth in the class, and then you know down to like down to like just passing. You know, that's pretty much where I've been. And I see this pattern in myself, and I think, fuck that. I don't like that because I literally can do anything I want if I want to. Just like all of you guys can. I feel like a lot of us are cheaters. I see a lot of people who are extremely talented in many different ways, but they're cheaters. You know, they, 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 for whatever reason, don't follow it all the way through. And I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on the lounge and I look to my left and I see my mate Chris probably watching this hey bro I've told you this before and I and as I look over at him what what pops up on the screen a lion right and that is Chris and I watched the video just so happened right it's synchronicities guys these things all fall into place so this video and this guy said the lion isn't the biggest isn't the fastest and isn't the strongest in the jungle it's the mentality. It has the mentality of success. The lion knows it's the king. It knows it will do it. Right? It knows what it wants and it gets it consistently. It's just there. Right? And that, I feel like that's the difference. Right? It's like, do you believe you believe you can do something right I believe I can do this I believe I can do this I'm gonna do this I believe it I believe it I believe it 
you got to take that step and you have to know you're going to do it, right? Your whole basis of who you are revolves around doing that because you know what's going to happen. And, you know, Chris is in my life as the lion and I'm the cheetah and I can learn a lot from the lion, right? As a friend, he's my savior. And I have other mates like that, like Shanley, right? He's a, he's another lion. I see it in their mentalities. They're, they're conscientious, right? And, you know, their conscientiousness is a part of them, but they lack other areas that I have, right? So we all, they, they see things in me that they don't have. And through me being friends with them, they get a part of it just like I get a part of their conscientiousness. They are a role model for me. My friends are my role models, just like I'm a role model for my friends. Spiraling up to success together, I tr trust me, it'll happen, right? So I see this conscientiousness, and I say, that's my ticket out. Being friends with the conscientiousness, being friends with the boys who will push me because they make me feel lazy, makes turns the cheetah into the lion because I'm not satisfied with coming third my whole life. I'm, I don't want that. And it's not even about being first. It's about following through fully and achieving what I want. I don't even know what that is yet. I'm on the path of it. And I'm happy being on the path of it, right? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey, right? So maybe the cat in my vision was a cheetah. And that's like a secondary vision. But as you can see, like there's so much stuff going on here. And I'm going to change it up. Chapter 2 and chapter 3. And this is where oh, I have to say things that it's hard for me to say, right? And the more you say it, the easier it becomes to say it. Like, I struggled saying that I wanted to do stand-up comedy, right? And I still want to do it, and I will do it before my birthday. I'll do it if, if lockdown allows, right? We're in lockdown. If, 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 you know, stoicism, only can control what you can control. If you can't control it, don't worry about it, right? So, if lockdown and coronavirus permits, I'll be doing an open mic night before my birthday, which is September 3rd, right? It is currently the 10th of July. I've given myself a lot of time because I'm scared. I'm really scared to do it. And I'm not even sure if comedy is what I really want to do anymore, right? So much things are shifting in my life. I don't even know what I want. But I see a pathway that I'm just going to pursue, right? I just applied for psychology degree at UOW for next year or the year after if I don't get in, right? And I know I'm going to get it because I have to get it. I will get it. <laughs> And it's an honours degree and I have to maintain like 75% for the each subject and I'll do it. If I get in, I'll just do it because that's just what has to happen, right? That's the mentality that I need to have. And I never, I don't have that, I didn't have that mentality, right? Um, and I think about my higher self and the desires that I have deep, deep within myself. And it's hard to, like, express what what I desire because I'm not even sure if it's true or if it's a delusion I tell myself, right? And a lot of people probably have a similar delusion and what separates me from being them, right? And that's the fear of revealing it to people, right? Um... I have a deep desire to impact the way we think. I want to, I want to like achieve helping people philosophically. I want to add philosophically, you know, I want to. I want to think and know myself so deeply that other people want to learn about it and it's never been learned before, you know? I want to add to the human knowledge of who we are. 
you learn the first criticism is you know why do you think you can do that who who are you to to think that that you say that because you don't think that you know it only takes a person to desire that to actually achieve that i hope right i hope socrates wasn't just sitting around and then he just was a genius like i hope he desired to want to do what he did you know and that is the desire that I have, right? I desire to make an impact like Socrates, right? See the smile? See that smile? That's insecurity, guys. Right? Because who am I to desire these things? Who am I to wish this for myself? But I have this deep expectation of myself to do this. Deep, deep, deep. And I'm not satisfied with myself unless I achieved it, right? And it's scary because I'm not sure if that's my ego or if that's actually my like higher self telling me this, right? I'm all muddled up. But as I saw, I also saw this on the documentary, right? I saw the crescent moon, right? And that is the chance of that happening. Right? the crescent moon the thinnest crescent of the moon that tiny little bit of sunshine on the moon right? and the moon is the possibility of my life I am going to run on the thinnest crescent moon and you know what is on the other side of that crescent moon on the other side of that thin tightrope that I'm going to walk for my life failure complete failure and that stops everyone else from attempting to run the thin line. But guess what? If I know I will achieve the, the journey across the crescent moon, I'll get there. Because it takes a person to desire it, to achieve it. It takes a person to risk everything to do it, right? People will say I'm a loser. People will say I'm a failure. People will give up on me. They'll say, what are you doing this for? And that's fine. Because a life where I don't achieve what I want to achieve, or at least reach a satisfaction, right? Like I may I may l- l- learn and grow and go, hey, that desire I have just now isn't exactly what I want. Let me redirect it in a certain different way. And that probably will happen. I'm not saying it will or it won't. Like it... What, who am I to say my what my what my journey is, right? There's different stages, and this might be a very naive young man's look at what I want, and it turns out I want something far different, right? I kind of hope so, because I feel like the desire of that is very grandeur, you know? But I really, like, it's not like I want, it's like I do, man, it's so hard. It's That's why I, that's why I have this confliction of the ego. It's so hard to figure out what the motivation of this is because it is that boy that I look at in the mirror isn't the one who wants it it's this guy right here the higher self right is, is that a healthy higher self is that a good higher self I don't know but I feel like the illusion right there is an illusion of the darkness on the crescent moon, right? No one takes the risk because they all think they're going to fail. And that's why no one does it. But if I run on that line, I get to live the life I want to live and I get to achieve it because I won't be satisfied unless I achieve it. And I think you have to have the desire to want that to even achieve it. You know, no one who doesn't even think about doing it will even do it, you know. And if I have the mentality that I am not satisfied with anything else unless I achieve this, because this is a deep-seated within me, right? Deep within me, I want this, right? This being my, 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 my life that I will potentially live by following what I feel, right? Probably, you know might not necessarily mean I make an impact in boxing. Maybe I learn to 
give up all my desire and live on a farm by myself. And that's a hard thing to do in itself. How many people do you know who do that? You don't know. But I want to live the uncommon life of following my dreams. And I feel that my desirable is indicative of my success. No doubt. No doubt. And it's hard me to do it and this is deep this is deep within myself like for me to reveal the desire immediately opens me to criticism and people saying you know that's a that's a like a a false desire it's a egotistical desire but I can say no you're wrong. I know who I am. And I am leaning to saying no. I know who I am. Is a true and wholesome desire. Though I am not at the point where I feel like I am able to contribute like that. I, I listen to all these intelligent speakers and I can't even grasp what they're saying and it makes me so hungry to understand what they're saying like how can this podcast mean something right if I can listen to another podcast and they're talking about things that I want to learn but I don't know what they're saying like literally I don't know what they're saying the concepts that they say are so deep I can't they say like a couple sentences and there's three foreign concepts and they have it within their brain of knowing what that is I'm like I don't know question like do I need to know everything so deep like that or can a conversation just like this right can me just question myself and putting putting this out you know would, is that new you know is this conversation new I haven't looked into someone talking like this and really revealing themselves like this you know right all I can do is just try and it's hard man because me revealing this it's me putting my chips on the table right and I'll only know you guys will only know if this is true if you look at my life later but is that you guys will look at it at the the perspective of just this video, maybe my life changes, right? You, like, I'll just have to make a video at the end of my life saying if it was true or not. Maybe I'll watch this video and then I'll make another video and I'll see if what I'm saying at the age of 19 on the 10th of July 2021 during the middle of a COVID pandemic, what am I, what I am saying right now, is it true? I'll only know once I run the thin crescent, you know? said that many times I'm sure you guys are almost sick of listening to me uh, I hope I can capture attention I hope people want to listen because that means it allows me to continue the path that I want you know if people like what I say it's evident that I might be doing the right thing and if they don't do I keep doing it does that mean that it was a delusion the whole time? It's these are the pitfalls, these are the mental gymnastics that I play. And revealing this to the surface and manifesting this into the reality through this video scares me. Because if I fail, I've failed at what I want in life, you know? sharing this with people who can just click on this video and know me at this level is scary because I'm only learning this myself and then someone just knows me like this Whew. like oh that's Harry Stratton he wants to he wants to 
like have an influence like Socrates. Like, what the fuck am I saying? You know, where does that come from? What is the desire? Who the fuck am I to think that? see the side of me that just said that is that the side of everyone that tells them to sit down and just do what everyone else does is that the part that's bred into me to suppress that is that the dark side of myself that says no you can't do anything because who do you think you are to do it right is that a self-saving side of me or is it the detriment to everyone because everyone has that voice who are you to have these thoughts? You have to have the thoughts and the desire to even begin to want to make the change, you know? Mm. And that voice is a constant teetering in my head. Do I listen to it or do I ignore it? A lot of people, you can just say, just ignore it. That's if you agree with what I'm doing. What about all the times that people will disagree with what I'm doing and they say, listen to it, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and do I listen to other people as reference for what my purpose is or do I follow the desire within myself? And I don't even know what the root desire is. You know, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's a complete egotistical st status-related thing. Like, I want to be revered. I want to have a legacy. Like, is that really where it comes from? I hope not. I want to do it for the greater good. Or is that just what I tell myself? Like, I want to... I am hungry for knowledge. I want to understand people. And I want to figure out the mechanisms of the world. If that makes any fucking sense. Because I start to see little ones. And I just want to keep scratching away at it. This is what I, this is, this is another one. Uh, I talk about in intellectual growth, though I both do and don't believe this. I'm talking about myself, like I believe that my intellect is growing, right? I am, like intellect, probably not the right word, but like ability to think abstractly and for myself, right? And that means a different thing. Like, think for yourself. It's like, I'll create my own, formulate my own ideas. But, like, think for yourself as in ruminate in creating your own thoughts. You know, oh, it's, I can't explain it. Right? And I feel like that's improving, like, exponentially. From the start of this year to now is just ramped. Like, I don't know what the fuck's happening to me. Right? It seems like it's... it's paradigm shift of who I am within my brain, you know, like I'm understanding myself better, know thyself as Socrates says uh, I talk about intellectual growth, though I both do and don't believe this, as I can't tell if the thought is from the ego or the deeper self, like do I think I have intellectual growth because I perceive a desire to want to be seen as intellectual or Am I actually growing intellectually? I wish that I had a fucking manual where I could just say this, 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 and this, and this. Oh, that's ego. This, 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 and this. That's that's like tick it off. And if they line up with this type of criteria, that's just your ego. Ignore it. All right, move beyond it. But that's the journey. That's the journey of being a human. I just have to keep knowing myself. Yeah, and I think that's the end of chapter three. I think I'm going to call it there. Um, I hope this has been helpful. And I hope that some of you guys will take some, take some, like, I hope you guys can take something away from this because, like, I'm trying hard and I need to give myself some slack 
because I am trying really hard, right? And I'm trying to be as good as a person as I can. And I honestly love you guys. Like, I want you guys to do what I'm doing in a way. You know, I want you guys to find what you want to do and run the crescent with me, right? And I will support whatever you want to do, just like I support all my mates. Anything that they want to do, I want them to do it. I don't give a fuck what anyone else says. If they want it, they can do it, but it takes the desire to do it. And if you can ask the questions that I asked myself to yourself and really dig down and think about it, I hope you can do that. I hope you hope you find value in it. But, uh, you know, just another fucking, like, dude, like, look at me. Like, it's hard to look at myself now. But, like, I'm looking at the camera now. I had, I had, um, uh, garage band up and now I'm looking at the camera recording and I look at myself and there really is that that little void like this this I'm just trying my best and I'm not perfect that's all I can do I can just try so I love you guys fuck your ass and fuck your ass